Thanks for tuning in. 99 for One is a podcast of real-life stories meant to inspire ordinary people to do extraordinary things that change our world. This podcast is owned and operated by Will Cravens, author of the book 99 for One and founder of the nonprofit Endurance Leadership. Now for today's podcast, here's Will Cravens. This is Will Cravens. We're back uh, again, and uh, I've got with me again today uh, Tom Pounder. So welcome, Tom. Hey, I'm glad to be back. Thanks so much for having me. And, uh, you know, last week when we were talking, we were talking about the, the birth, really, of endurance leadership and why you started that. So if anybody hasn't listened to that first episode, you might want to go back and check it out. But today we're going to pick up the story where Will went over to San Diego being completely overwhelmed by how many homeless people are in San Diego. And let's pick up our story here. You decided to go homeless? Wow. I, I don't know that I decided to go homeless or live homeless. <laughs> I actually, uh, there's a bit of a story behind that. Because okay. one thing I didn't tell you is that when I flew out to look for my friend Ed to San Diego and I searched everywhere and I mentioned uh, in the first podcast that I got overwhelmed with, with the 13,000 uh, homeless people everywhere and not finding Ed, I was showing his picture wherever I went. I was asking people questions. Have you seen him? And a good friend of mine uh, who's a police officer asked me, you know, hey, Will, is the picture you're showing just of Ed? I'm like, yeah, why? And he's like, because, you know, some people might think you're a cop or somebody out to get him, a bill collector. Uh, you may want to get a photo of the two of you together. That was kind of, That's a good idea. Kind of, kind of a smart tip. Yeah. And I'm, I'm teachable, so I'm like, good good idea. I literally am off and uploading a photo of the two of us from the last time I'd seen Ed mm-hmm. in Anaheim, California. And so uh, now I'm taking that photo. I'm showing it to people. And, and I got the same response from most people. Which was what? It was sort of a, hey, he looks familiar. You know, I think I've seen him. <laughs> and again, you're talking to homeless people, a lot of them who have addiction and stuff. It looks, yeah, I, mean, I saw him last night. Maybe I no, don't even know him. It was just this sort of a discouraging, not, nothing you wanted to bank on, right? Right. And then I met this guy. I was in Ocean Beach, and I see this character uh, sitting at a picnic table uh, looking pretty pretty rough. Big. Uh, I would say he was kind of late 50s beard, kind of weathered, as you see a lot of homeless guys out there. And I stopped him and said, how you doing? And I introduced myself. And he said his name was Ted. Ted. Oh. Yeah, Ted. And uh, I started talking to Ted and said, have you seen my friend? I did my usual bit. And I, and I didn't want to feel like I was using people to find my friends. So as I, ha- I did have some time, I would ask them, each, each homeless guy I met, hey, what's your story? Mm-hmm. Is there something I could do for you? You know, I, 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 not in the habit of giving out money. Because I'm not sure if they've got a habit or something, and I don't want to be a part of the problem. So I would offer, if I could say a prayer for you, buy you a sandwich or something. So I said to Ted, you know, I'm uh, looking for my friend Ed. We're good friends. And he immediately says, you know, how do I know you're his friend? Mm. How do I know you're not out to get him? And I showed a picture of the two of us together. He said, oh, I know him. I, I know Ed. So really? You know my friend. I'm like, can you, can you uh, tell me where he is? He's like, well, I don't know. I don't know if you're like uh you're trouble. You're out to get him. I'm like, no, no. I said, listen, I, I work for a nonprofit. I, I do public speaking and other things. He's like, well, I don't, how do I know that's true? And I'm like, I don't have like a, a business card that proves I'm a public speaker. So I Were you just in like regular plain clothes and everything? Yeah, yeah. I was actually dressed a little scruffy because I didn't want to look too uh, off the, off the uh, you know, beaten track. Like I wasn't part of the deal there. And so I, I actually um, 
I got the idea real quick. I said, well, I could pull up a message I've, I've delivered. Uh, you know, I speak in a lot of schools and churches and businesses. So I, I pull, a, pull up a message. So I pulled up a, a message of me talking, and I said, does this do? And he looked at it, and he goes, okay, that'll do. I believe you. <laughs> and so I said, okay, whatever that meant. And they said, listen, your friend Ed, he's not here. We were at Ocean Beach. He said that he's downtown. I said, really? He's mm-hmm. downtown. He's very, I mean, he spoke with authority that he knew. Mm-hmm. Ed hangs out at this one Starbucks. I got, I got my hopes up. I was pretty, wow. pretty jazzed. And here's the sketchy part. All of a sudden, he says, so, uh, let's get in your car. You got a car here, I assume? Let's drive out to this place. And I don't know, Tom, have you ever driven a homeless guy somewhere? No. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, nor, nor had I. This was a new experience. <laughs> yeah. uh, I was a little nervous, apprehensive. And he's got, you know, there's a lot of homeless guys. Everything they have, they carry with them. Wait, wait. So you actually, you put him in your car? Well, I didn't put him in. Well, he, he put himself <laughs> okay. in. But okay. I actually, yeah, I said, okay, well, if you, heck, I came 3,000 miles to find my friend. I'm yeah. not going to turn around. If this guy's telling me, I know where he is. Yeah. So I said, okay, okay. And so I'm helping the dude get his stuff in my trunk of my rental car. Mm-hmm. And homeless Ted is, and he looks, I mean, really scruffy beard, scruffy hair. Looks a little like Ted Kaczynski, Unabomber. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to profile. I'm just saying, you know, it's a homeless dude. And, I, and it's my first ride with, with a homeless guy. So he's in the passenger seat. I'm in the driver's seat. We start driving now. And I, I'm going to be honest, I got one hand on the wheel and one hand free just in case. Yeah. Just in case I got to slam slam the brakes and, and, and work work Ted right out of my car, yeah. you know, with action. So at any rate, I'm hoping for the best, but also good to be prepared for the worst. Am yeah. I right? Uh, okay. So. So now Ted and I are driving downtown. Yeah, we drive to, uh, he, he drives me to the gas, he t- directs me, steers me to the gas lamp district, and I find a place to park. How, how long of a trip is this? Like, Oh, this is like 10 minutes to make okay. a small talk with my homeless friend Ted. Like, oh. how long have you been homeless? And he's like, oh, not long. And he was loving that, you know, I, well, I won't I won't share that, uh, some of the stuff he told me to love. But it was just, uh, <laughs> it was an interesting ride and memorable and we found a place to park and got there. And I'm, I'm now I'm pretty amped. I'm pretty excited. Like, it, what if I'm going to see Ed, my friend Ed? This is why I came. So we went into Starbucks. And I'm look, man, I'm looking out front. There's some homeless guys. I'm looking inside. There's a couple homeless guys. And I am uh, a, little, I'm a little bummed I'm not seeing Ed. But mm-hmm. he said, oh, let's go ask. We get in line. And, you know, he says, do you mind if you get me a drink? I'm like, that's fine. So we get up to the counter. And everybody knew Ted, by the way. The, the barista's like, hey, Ted. And yeah. people are cheering, like, hey, Ted, hey, Ted. Yeah. And I said, well, ask, you know, ask these people about Ed, yeah. you know. And so Ted says, hey, have you seen Ed? And the woman immediately says, uh, who's Ed? Hmm. And, and that was when it dawned on me, oh, I think I've been had. Hmm. <laughs> I think Ted might have played me uh, and for his free coffee. And surely there was a, cl- a closer Starbucks to Ocean Beach than downtown. Right. With better parking. So <laughs> at any rate, I'm, I'm just sort of, I'm, I'm kind of processing now. And I, I get him a drink. I get myself a drink. And we finish. I talked to the lady behind the counter. She said, I never seen your friend Ed. I showed her the photo. And now Ted's like, hey, bring me back to Ocean Beach with my coffee. I guess Ed's not here today. I'm like, yeah, I guess. And so now we're in the car. Now I'm not really making a whole lot of small talk. I'm letting him talk. I'm just ready to uh, get him back and drop him off back where I found him at the picnic table. Mm-hmm. And it's at that point that Ted says to me, uh, you know, uh, Will, if you really want to find your friend, you need to live homeless like us. Hmm. So really, 
He said, yeah, yeah, you, you have no idea. I don't actually, we, the homeless community, speaking for the homeless community, as he was, I guess, the representative at the moment, he said to me, you know, Will, um, I don't trust a guy staying at a hotel. I don't trust that, a guy driving in a little fancy rental car. But if you were homeless like me, you would actually see what your friend lives like. You would uh, be trusted by the homeless guys here. And you'd have greater insight into your friend's life. And you have a much greater probability of finding your friend. Hmm. That's a great point. And so is, is that the lesson learned you got from this? Is that, I mean, is that the experience that you, you, you've learned from here? Well, he also offered me some weed and I, <laughs> and I said, no, thank you, Ted. And, uh, but uh, you know, thank you very much. And he, you know, he told me it was helpful. And I said, oh, it's good that it helps you. And then I got him back to the bench and I'm processing what he told me. Mm-hmm. I'd just been yeah. reading a life about uh, a book about the life of St. Francis of Assisi and this guy, Francis that left wealth to live with the poor. And mm-hmm. I thought, man, I, I was kind of moved by that book. And so now I'm, I'm thinking, well, surely if Francis of Assisi did it for the rest of his life, maybe I could do it for a week right. to find my friend. Obviously not this week. I was on my last day there, but uh, I didn't want to make that phone call to my wife. I'll be homeless next week. Sorry. Uh, but I did, I did actually um, process what he said. And I, I pulled up to drop him off. We're at Ocean Beach. I pulled in a little parking place near the near the bench where he was. And I, as I had been saying to a lot of the guys, you know, if I could help them in some way, I said, hey, um, hey, can I offer up a prayer for you, mm-hmm. uh, Ted? And, and Ted kind of shocked me. I call him Crazy Ted, and here's why. He said, uh, oh, no, no, you can't pray for me. I, I, I insist. I did not tell you. I said, what did you not tell me, Ted? And we're, meanwhile, we're getting out of the car, and I'm opening the trunk and getting his bag out. And he said, well, I didn't tell you, but I am the Lord. I said, oh, <laughs> oh are you? He said, yeah, yeah, yes, sir. He said, I'm of the Davidic line. I am God. And I said, well, <laughs> well, you know, I said, I got to be honest, uh, Ted. I'm a, if you're God, it's a little tricky to me that you couldn't find Ed. Because if you're God, you pretty much... You told me he was at Starbucks and he wasn't. So makes me a little nervous about your, you know, credibility. Right. He said, no, no, no. And I said, look, let me offer a quick prayer. I started praying and he literally started screaming and ran away. He said, no, 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 no. And ran down the street dragging his uh, his, his suitcase on wheels and hollering at me with, with coffee in the other hand spilling. Mm. It's a nice sight. But uh, that was last I saw Crazy Ted. But I, I did I did like his tip. What, what I mean to say is I like this advice. I couldn't shake it. I mean, that with the whole Francis of Assisi thing, I'm thinking, I guess I need to plan a trip to live homeless, right? Yes. Yeah, so, okay. So that was your inspiration. And that conversation led you to, to be homeless. So what are we supposed to get out of this? Like, do you want us to all go homeless now and live on the streets? Uh, that's not actually what I'm advocating, Tom. I'm, uh, there's some wonderful houses out there. I actually... Um, you know, as I said last in our last episode, I, I love to ask the question, what about you and me? Like, mm-hmm. so what can we learn from this in life? What, what can we apply to everyday life? I, I, I believe what Crazy Ted was trying to say was, hey, Will, um, what would it mean to uh, walk a mile in your friend's shoes? Mm-hmm. You have no idea what it's like to be homeless. And he's correct. Yeah. I hadn't lived homeless before. I didn't spend a night homeless, and I and I really liked what he had to say. And he wasn't just saying this is a great tool to find your friend, which he was saying. He also was saying if you want to understand how your friend's life is, and he'd been homeless for eight months at that point, mm. then then you'd better be willing to do anything. And and that challenged me. Mm. 
And so if I'm going to ask the question, what about you and me? Might, there might be somebody in our life right now. I, I tell you what, usually the worst thing to do is unsolicited advice is not really a great uh, lift to somebody in a major crisis. Amen. If they didn't ask yes. you for it, right? right. Anybody, right. anybody with me on that one? Anybody yep. have people in your life that love to dispense advice without you asking? Mm-hmm. But, but I tell you what, to be able to identify, maybe the best question we can ask is, how are you doing? What, what is it like to be in your situation? Maybe you got a friend that's going through a, a physical illness, a, a marriage crisis, something with one of their kids. And maybe the question we ask is, what's it like for you? How, how are you feeling with that? What, what's it look like? How can I help? And, and asking some of those questions and exploring what it might. And then, and then stop and ask yourself, what would I feel like if I was in their shoes? Yeah. It's old Stephen Covey principle, right? Yeah, from Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. Yeah, Steve Covey used to say, uh, seek to understand before being understood. Mm-hmm. And it was great advice, yeah. great advice. And so I, I took advice. I don't care if it's coming from Crazy Ted or anybody. If it's good advice, it's good advice. So uh, I think that that's worth considering if there's some people in our life that are struggling. Okay, so now I got to know. Okay, you went homeless. What, what was that like when you went homeless? Once again, Tom, uh, got to save some for the next episode. So, so we're gonna have to uh, come back uh, next week and talk about what's it like when you actually live homeless and uh, how did I, how did I get there? What did it look like? Lessons learned. So, a lot more to the story. So, tune in next week, right? Right. Right. I can't wait. You've been listening to Ninety Nine for One, a podcast of real life stories meant to inspire ordinary people to do extraordinary things that change our world. This podcast is owned and operated by Will Cravens, author of the book Ninety Nine for One, and founder of the nonprofit Endurance Leadership. Thanks for listening.